Kia this is the What's Timata podcast, episode Rua, that's number two. and welcome to What's Timata Podcast. This is a podcast all about my journey of discovery as I look into the Māori culture and history from a Pākehā's point of view. Now also along the way I'm trying to learn the language and I mentioned last week that I've enrolled in a free correspondence course which is a beginner's course in Tōreo Māori and I said I'd give an update on how that's going so you know it depends on how you want to judge it if you were to look at how much moldy i'm learning by you know researching for the podcast then i'm doing really well you know kapai yeah but if you're more of a traditionalist and insist on sort of knowing how much of the course booklet i've actually gone through then i skimmed the first couple of pages and haven't picked it up since hey but it's the first week and i've been busy and i fully intend on using the booklet as a great resource um you know for learning to speak the language uh, but I mentioned before about how I'm learning a lot through the research I've been doing for the show. And this week, most of that research went into a short video that I've made called The Gem of New Zealand. This video I made is a sort of a brief history of the Māori people in New Zealand, sort of where they came from. It's, it's really brief, um, but I just made the video to sort of highlight uh, a bit about what this podcast is sort of aiming to do and sort of ask the questions about what where does the Māori culture and language and people, where does that sit in New Zealand today in correlation to European New Zealanders, non, non-Māori non New Zealanders. So please check that video out. Uh, the link will be on the What's Tamata page, um, Facebook page, and please subscribe to the What's Tamata YouTube channel to see more videos as they come out. Alrighty, let's get into today's show. I have a special guest on today's show. I interviewed a friend of mine, her name is Dana Williams, and uh, we sat down and just had a bit of a chat about all things Māori, um, culture and tradition, and we just spoke about them from our Pākehā points of view. I am here with Dana Williams. Um, She's a friend of mine. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And do you want to just give us a bit of an introduction, tell us a bit about who you are and what you've done? Yeah, so I've just finished a four-year academic stint. <laughs> um, I studied at Victoria University of Wellington and I did a, a Bachelor of Arts with Honours in Media. And with the Mint degree I touched on a little bit about Māori culture um, but through broadcast medium, so Māori television. The reason I wanted to talk to Dana is because she's like me and I'm sure many others out there who would call themselves New Zealanders but have very little knowledge and experience of the Māori culture. As a child I didn't really have anything to do with Māori culture. I don't have any Māori ties in my family. I wasn't really involved with anything specifically Māori at school. Um, And I guess my knowledge of te reo and Māori culture now has come from my most recent years of study, I guess being a bit older and being able to understand different perspectives and how I guess it works politically as well. Um, It's not really something you can grasp as a child. And I I think as well, like, I'm not particularly interested in it because it's not something that I've ever been taught about. Like, it feels not unimportant, but I think, for me, like, I just, there's not really any point. 
And I wish it wasn't like that. Uh, like, because I do think that it's quite sad that New Zealanders, like myself, and like you don't, for lack of a better word, really care <laughs> um, about, I guess, like our heritage and our culture. It's odd living in New Zealand as a Pākehā, where Māori influences are all around us externally, but when it comes to everyday life, it is pretty much non-existent and has very little personal influence. The government and most of our big institutions, especially media and stuff, um, all have Māori names and I mean there's a lot of Māori place names and stuff in New Zealand as well, but it just feels quite detached. Yeah. If I was to travel overseas and describe what being a curious to someone I personally wouldn't describe it as Māori. I recently travelled overseas and coming back through New Zealand and Auckland, coming back through um, the International Departures Lounge, you walk through like a, a marae or like, a, I don't know the proper word for it, but <laughs> yeah. this big wooden carving. Um, and then there's like the eerie noises that you associate yeah. with the sort of Maori. wind and the sort of spiritual <laughs> yeah and, yeah that's the yeah, one yeah. um and i i actually was quite taken aback by it because you don't see that like in my day-to-day -day life and when i travel around in new zealand like i don't see that at all no and it was really interesting to come back through like because obviously there's like a bunch of foreigners coming into the country and tourists and everything and seeing that like straight off the bat i was just like Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that New Zealand. Like. Yeah, it's almost exciting for us to go through something like yeah. that, even though we live here. It's like it's so like, and it's funny, like you know, at like um, Te Papa or something, there there would be exhibits and stuff about New Zealand's heritage and Māori culture and stuff, and like it's just as informative to me as it would be <laughs> to someone from America or something. I think that's a a big part of the the struggle with Māori culture being not such a big part of our lives as, as Pākehās, but because New Zealand is so small and isolated, even if it is enforced through government, um, it's still really hard to get on board with. With this strange disconnection between Māori and Pākehā, it's interesting to look at how we could work towards tying the two together. What would that look like for New Zealanders? It would be really interesting to explore the options of how you could potentially make it more predominant in society like because the school thing I guess is an easy answer but I mean that that targets a younger generation but what about like our generation like how do you get people like myself or you like young 20 to 30 year olds engaged with Māori culture when it's not something that they've had to do for 20 or 25 years yeah um I think that is the most difficult part because yeah. like, while well, at the same time that I recognise that it's important, my expectation would not be that everybody in New Zealand speaks te reo, and that is like the language. But I do think that it could be more folded into everyday activities, especially for younger people. I think that, you know, like, if, if I learnt more, more about it at school, like, I might have more of an interest in it now, but because I didn't, it just seems like, it's not like, it's, if it was going to benefit me in the future, or be of use to me, then yeah, but I feel like it's not, because it is so like, I don't know, 
what the word is. Yeah, like, it sort of feels pointless to learn it. Yeah. It's, it's like, so what? So it's really interesting to imagine a future, or what other future would be like if Maori culture and te reo was more incorporated into society. Because, like, I, I'm fully, like, I would be 100% behind getting more on board with it. Because, like, like I was saying, like, well, it, even just since we started talking yesterday about Māori culture, like, it, it makes me kind of sad. Like, it makes me sad that I live in a place where I have absolutely no ties to the heritage or, like, the culture yeah. of the place, like, whatsoever. I think that, like I said before, and, and almost selfishly as well, you know, like, if it's not going to benefit me, then why would I do it? Yeah. It's not, and it's not, like, something... And my, 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 the reason I think that way is because, like, it's not being pushed on me at all, ever. Yeah, yeah. So I just don't feel like it is a necessary thing for me to have to take on board. Yeah. Which is really awkward. Because uh, <laughs> I understand that, like, you know, it's a part of my culture and heritage. Like, I should be more engaged with it. Our talk today brought up some interesting questions. Should the Māori culture be important to European New Zealanders? And if Māori and Pākehā were to become greater connected, what would that look like? As always, if you have anything to add, I would love to hear your thoughts. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash whatstimata. Go there and post a comment or send me a message. Also, remember to go and check out the latest video on the What's Timata YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Haere goodbye.